What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In studio. Man, I got two special guests in here. My boy Dirt Beats and Soul Freak, a.k.a. Nate. What's happening, fellas? Ah, hey, what up, man? Saying, man? How you good, feeling? Man? I'm so, chilling, man. Man, first of all, appreciate y'all for tapping in with me, man. Mm-hmm. Man, I got so many questions. Because I, 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 y'all, y'all dropped the album. Yeah. Is is uh I don't know is the name called Dirty Gold uh, Soul or it's the name of the album yeah. name of the album okay kind of like the name of the conglomerate too low key man that's uh, definitely the name of the album facts so who came up with the idea of Dirty Gold Soul because the I I feel like the idea is dope you know what I'm saying I feel like the idea was dope and the three of y'all together was asshole and gold and y'all two is a dope like uh it's a dope group. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who came up with the idea? Um, I think it was collective, to be honest yeah, with you. That's kind of hard to pinpoint it. I mean, like, because we, we basically started working with each other maybe about at the beginning of this year, I think, top of this year. Actually, yeah, yeah it was the top of this year. It was like, actually, I remember, because uh, I remember the session date. It was like January 12th or some shit. Like that. Yeah, because I linked up with him, yeah. like, I think last year around this time, probably like late November, early December. I seen them at a like a digital university event. Shout out them, you know. Um, and I saw them, and I saw them on the gram already. So me, I'm I'm real selective with who I like like be fans of as being an artist. So I'm like, I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? So I seen him. He was over there by himself, just rolling up. And so I was like, Hey, bro, I fuck with you. I'm trying to work with you. Da da. da. And then I just exchanged information, and he was super like Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, you know what I'm saying? We vibe real cool. I started hanging with him a little bit, and then I was like, we got to go to this nigga Dirt House and make some tracks. Yeah, because he, uh, he stayed, like, uh, right around the corner from me, like, yeah. like, three minutes away from me. So when he so found that out, he yeah. was like, yeah, I'll go. And that's when we started making some tracks, and then probably right around, what, like, May, June or something, I probably released one or two songs with me and him on it. And then we was like, we need to do an album. Yeah. And then that kind of was the collective. And then the name, we kind of was just throwing a bunch of names around for a while. And then we finally figured out it was dirty, gold. So it just, yeah. yeah. The name, the shit just fits. You know what I'm saying? Dirty gold soul just fits like a, like, I don't know. And then then the, the, the image for the album cover is <laughs> like. This shit just makes so much fucking I sense, man. It, bro. Yeah, you that, know what I'm saying? That yeah. was an impromptu photo shoot. Yeah, then. it definitely was. Uh, uh, we know we we all you know we we know you know you're supposed to have you know graphics and some type of visual presentation before you get ready to release something. So that's pretty much all we was just trying to do is just to get something that that would be organic and still represent us. You know, as a collective, uh, properly. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the shit turned out dope, man. Like it, I was like, damn, this shit is uh, it's pretty hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty hard for real. Yeah. Who um, who's the, you? Are you on the um, all the production dirt? Yeah, I did all of the production on there, man. <laughs> Every single track on there. Uh, pretty much all of them, to be honest with you. Yeah. I pretty much made all of them from scratch, right there on the spot. When they came over, we would just Big make facts. the shit right there on the spot. So a lot of people don't really realize that. Um, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, man, I do this production shit for real. <laughs> man, I man, know. He's a super producer. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I think they downplay that part. So, like, when people hear my music, per se, they, they be like, oh, who made this beat? I'm like, Dirt. They be like, who made this beat? I play another song. I'm like, Dirt. Yeah. Like, Every time you hear my song, it's gonna be him. Like so, they they don't even notice this is the same person that's producing my stuff. They're the same person that's hosting Unplugged. The same person that's rapping on the beat. So it's just like they they mix their track. Like they don't even understand that part of. It. So I be like, I definitely uh, try to get his man's flowers all the time. I'll push like any artists that I like. I'm like, we gotta go to Dirt House. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he definitely, definitely be showing me love, man. So um. Cause you know, uh, people know me. Like I said, man, people know me from doing a, a lot of other other stuff. But uh, pretty much, it's all coming together now. Like you know, what I'm saying They're like, oh shit, this you know, this nigga do a lot of shit. So <laughs> yeah, know. yeah. Let me ask y'all this. Yeah. What's the difference? Um, cause all y'all are solo acts. What's the difference in doing a, like a collaborative effort or putting a song together with two other people? What's that like? What's the difference like? I'm kind of used to collabing. So it's like, 
sometimes I have a hard time with figuring out what I want to do. You know what I'm saying by myself mm. because uh, I guess I would say go back to you know me initially my uh, astrology. I'm a Gemini, so I'm super mutable. I'm going to want people's opinions. I want to see this, and I can see perspective. So sometimes I like to get people's opinions, perspective. I'm like, oh, let me go on this wave today and do this. So like for me. It's like super like inspiring and invigorating, especially if I'm around people that do that for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. Asshole really boosted me when it came to like rapping and lyrical. Like, especially he was super Southern. I'm super East Coast. So it's like, I'm already used to rapping with Dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, doing, he throwing the beat, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with this beat. Like, that's my challenge every time with Dirt with the beat. And then it's like having another artist, it's like, okay, I gotta make sure I match and mesh well. Like, it's not about really competing as much. Me, lyrically, I'm always could compete that's just me i'm lieutenant bars i'm always <laughs> yeah, do that yeah, yeah. but like just i still care about making the song the best fitting in where i fit in not doing too much knowing how to make the complete piece like a puzzle like that's how i always look at it so sometimes i'm like all right this is not it or i can do certain things that know where i can do minimum to make it fit so that's how i think about it like a puzzle more so okay yeah i mean uh with me it's you know i'm i'm collabing with a lot of different people i work with a lot of different artists um as far as making beats and um you know having an idea of how i want to curate the sound you know even from uh when i you know when i listen to asshole and gold's project um and then going into the project that we wanted to do i kind of had an idea of uh the type of sound that i wanted to curate as far as having some type of soul in there but still having some ratchet elements in there too so I mean, um, pretty much try to cover all of those bases on the album um, as far as, you know, showing the range. Uh, and then with him being such a versatile artist, you know, he be singing sometimes. Um, and he is super wordsmith, too, with, with the words shit, too. So, I mean, to me, it's, uh, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's a pretty good combination of, of, uh, of array of talents. And um, everybody sound different. Everybody's different. Like, you know what I'm saying? So um, people can – it's one of those deals where – uh, you, we you probably have a favorite verse from each one of us on the whole track, like on the whole album. Like you'd be like, well, this song I like, I like his verses. Well, this song I like his verse. Well, his song I like his part. So you know, to be able to have that, you know, with three different artists, that's pretty much kind of what you want, you know, mm-hmm. that uh, that buffet feel, you know. You know what's crazy is, I listened to the album twice, right, and then in my preparation for y'all coming here. I was like, you know what? I want to go back and listen to all the songs, like really listen, and I'm going to pick my favorite. And it's like every time I listen to the album, I picked up a new favorite. Like, you know what? I do. I like this one too. Yeah. Because I like that. Um, I like Bring the Check, Red Vogue's, Smoking Gun, um, Everything Sexy, uh-huh. and Collard Greens. Like, like. But I know every time I listen to the song, like, I'm going to get a new favorite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Oh, you might hear a bar that you, that you didn't, didn't hear. Yeah. Hear before, yeah. To catch you off guard. So, yeah, that's I always say that about, in general, me and my songs in general, I'm like, you got to hear it like four or five times before you really give a good judgment because um, it's certain stuff you're not going to notice. You know what I'm saying? I do a lot of double entendres. And then the same thing happened with both of them. So, it's just like, and then the feels kind of catch you it depends on the mood like you said it's like real moody music like I feel dirty in this moment I feel mm. a little bit golden I'm shining mm. I feel a little bit so you know what I'm saying so those moments that catch you within a song <laughs> and just the tracks like you said within the album so as you rotating through it even people texting me now like oh I ain't catch this so that, I think this one my favorite now the same thing you saying so I was like for me I had to sit there and think about it like damn this is really like Effective, you know what I'm saying? This collaboration yeah. because yeah. it's giving people a lot of eyes from different aspects of our art and versatility from like all three of us as artists and especially like as dirt as a super producer. Because people always talk about like, man, the beat this man never misses with the beats. Like it's like, and that's crazy because everybody like I love it. You know, people listen to music first before they listen yeah. to the words more, yeah. more than likely. I'm a lyricist, so I listen to the lyrics first, but. Most people listen to the beat, so they vibing with it. I'm exactly. One, so I'm he never miss with them, so it's like it just I appreciate dope. it, man. Sometimes, uh, uh, you know, it's easy, man. You know, when we in the studio and they start coming up with different stuff, and you know, really, I've been really on this whole post production tip where I try to go back in after the song is laid and try to juice it up and add any other elements that I hear um, that can possibly, you know, bring out the song and 
with some of the arrangements. But man, it's a, it's still work in progress. Still, man, still work in progress. You know. Do you hear the do you, do you hear the beats before you actually put them like put it down, oh, or do you just you vibing? No, my, sh- my shit moment. is mad, mad scientist, man. I'll start off one way, the beat will start this way. You'll be like, oh, and then the shit will go completely different. I know, because <laughs> I'll be like, I already start. Because I started right quicker now being around him. Because I'm like, I have to figure out what I'm going to do. Because he's going to change the beat in the middle of me writing to it. Mm. So I'm like, all right, just, are we good right here? I don't, I, I'm like, all right, I got a voice memo. Remember my stuff. Because I'm like, I'm going to forget my cadence, all this. He's going to add two more sounds. It's going to mess me up. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Cause I heard one time uh, Kanye say that he hear music in colors. Do you are you kind of the same way, or That's how right. do you how do you formulate a beat? Um, I think uh, well, when I formulate a beat, usually, man, what I do is that I really start. I'm really uh, a percussion person, really. Like you know, so I usually start off with like the drums, percussion. I mean, I really don't like the metronome, so instead of hearing the click, I'll just start with the actual oh, snare and the hi hats. So I don't have to worry about the metronome. And then pretty much from there, I may start with a melody. I may start with a sample. I may play something. I may take a sample and replay the sample a certain type of way. It just really depends on how I'm feeling at that time and what I hear or what I'm in the mood to make, you know, or where we're at on the album. I may be looking like, well, we have this type of song, this type of song, this type of song for the album. We need this type. That's basically what we did to finish the album. I yeah. said, you know what? We need an actual couple more soulful joints. So that's when we did Collard Greens and... Um, Blossom Flowers. Blossom Flowers. Mm. So, and then Blossom Flowers, we really needed a... You know, we've been on this mission with for Nate to release a single every other week for this year. So we basically released Blossom Flowers as his own single and then made it a remix on the Dirty Gold Soul yeah, with me and um, Asshole. Like I did it by verses. myself and then they added verses. Mm, yeah, so, oh, okay. you know, there's a, like I said, bro, this shit be serious, like on some uh, mad scientist type shit. <laughs> it's like organized <laughs> chaos. That's what it is. That's what I call it. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's where you find like the magic at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The beauty of it, right there. Yeah, yeah. when it is is not um, intentional, you guys are just cre- in the creative mode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I love about it the most. Like I used my process used to be way different. Like I used to like go find beats. You know, find beats online or get with somebody I find on their website, look at beats, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to figure out my album musically, then I'm going to write it, I'm going to have it all in my mind, I'm going to go to the studio and record it how I like to see in my mind on my vision, and then like, I mean, that was cool because I was good at what I did, but learning the other process, I'm going to just go to the studio and see what I come up with today, you know what I'm saying, see what beat I get, I'm going to just see what's on my mind, I'm going to just figure it out, and that became way more fun to me like mm. oh it's more no oh i like this i created something literally from scratch i didn't overthink it i didn't do this it's just how i felt and then i get to listen and i started my volume of music just increased from that process so i was like fell in love with that process so yeah because what people don't really realize and this is what i was saying to a, a artist that um that was looking to sign up you know with my management company right now shout out to ADDM. Yep. yeah i gotta shout that out real quick shameless play um <laughs> so um you know what i was saying and it was based and you know it was epiphany to me because you know people don't understand that when okay so when you buy a car a car is a depreciating asset yeah as soon as you buy it you drive it off for the lot it depreciates in value people don't understand with the actual song it is an asset that appreciates the opposite of depreciation yeah so (laughs) basically i mean if depending on how you market that song depending on how you push that song i mean depending on um you know who you market that song to um and how you promote it that song can always be an appreciating asset um because it's out there to the world um you never know who it's going to relate to um especially depending on you know how you put it out so even when artists you know are so worried about you know perfecting the album and putting it out you know once you put it out you can always put it back out and remaster it after you remaster you can put out a video for you can put out an anim- animation video for i mean there's so many things that you can do with just one song and people don't really realize that as far as it being an asset so um 
Yeah, I just gave you some game right there. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like I said to his point, what are you saying? Why I brought it up? That's why we try to have as many assets as we can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, a barn. Yeah. It's like, why not just stack up on your assets? It's oh, like, assets. if I can make three assets a day, who knows what these, you know what I'm saying? I can evaluate these differently. It depends on the people, like, as I put them out in this. So you never know. Like, like so business-minded is like, even Gucci Man, he just came up with album and album and album and album and album and he just got bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he has so much. And out of that, you're going to find that one song out of the album, that one song out of that, that might blow up, but you're still about to go jam the whole album because now you're about to want to go backwards. And people can always go backwards in your catalog now. I mean, even if, like, say you say you get a, a record label deal or somebody offers you a deal, right? And say you have, like, you know, uh, 800 songs, you know, some shit like that. You know, you can always just give them that. You can give them those songs. You can write those off. Boom, you got a whole nother. Boom, you get your money. Boom, you like you know what I'm saying. The people don't people don't really understand that you know. So me, you know, I just say uh, to anybody out there, anybody that's recording or considers their artistry to take it serious, you know, keep recording, man. Keep getting better. Keep putting in your work. Yeah. Um, you know, perfect your craft and um, don't you know? I mean, take it serious, you know, but don't have take, fun. Yeah, have fun. You know what I'm saying? Have fun. Yeah, the creative process of music making is what makes the the song dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, would y'all would y'all sign as a group? Like if somebody come to y'all with a bag of money, you'd be like, "Yo, we want to sign the group, Dirty Gold Soul." Yeah, uh, yeah, oh, that's the group. Easy. Yeah, because yeah. we still have to have our individual Visuals. entities. Yeah, definitely sign as. But a group. we do on that Wu Tang shit all day. Like we're signing uh, okay. as the group. <laughs> okay, yeah. but individually, okay. I'm still independent. Yeah, yeah okay. like you only have me as the soul of Dirty Gold. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we would definitely do that. Yeah, for sure. I think that'll be dope. I think um, one thing that I was been I've been realizing ever since. Um, Young Dolph passed. Our uh, rest in peace to, to yeah, Young, Dolph, Young Dolph. That I've been seeing um, that him signing to Empire was actually like a good thing for him because mm-hmm. he still owned his masters. He still, you know, have um, I guess creative control of all his music, and it goes to his estate. And I was like, that's dope. So Empire is nothing but a distribution. Pretty much, they get and I was like, and that's you. Well, yeah, why more people don't just sign distribution deals? Especially when you can go to straight uh, directly to consumer for all your music. Because they're not grinders. They're not hustling. Yeah, they're not looking. You know at what I'm saying? They're not because they, they un, they're not seeing what they can. They don't. They haven't done anything for themselves. So it's like they don't see that value to even do that because they want somebody to tell them what to do, how to do it, and this. People like Dolph and Nipsey and all these other people, you know, that's independent. Especially going through Empire, they see. All right, I have my following. I have my this. I just need to get them to. Push it to people, and I can do everything else. Like, and that's what those artists have been doing. So I like for people that don't do that. It's like they want the lazy way, the way they look. Like, okay, they just going to use me as a machine. I want the machine, put right. my stuff through the machine. But it's like it's not that. All you need is the eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's kind of like a, I, I look at it like the like the dating game right now. Right? Mm. It's like um, you know, the perspective on dating is that you should always have traditional values. You know. But shit ain't traditional right now. So it's the same thing with artists. Like, it's the whole record label deal where it's like the traditional way of going about getting on, signing with a major, being on with a major. But ain't hardly no damn majors. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nothing all the majors are independent. Yeah, they're independent. That's just record labels now. So, I mean, all they basically all a major will be able to do is market you and give you a stamp. Basically to say, hey, you should take this person serious. But even then, it's still your job to still come up with creative like ways to market yourself, yeah. put yourself out. I mean, a label ain't gonna do that. I mean, you still it's still it's still on your hands. Like you know what I'm saying? You know. So I mean, like, I just look at it like um, right now. I feel like it's a really great time to be an artist, but um, it's so saturated. You know, it's like they said. I think there's like sixty thousand songs get uploaded a day. Or <laughs> yeah. One day. One day. Sixty thousand. <laughs> Yeah. So it's saturated as shit, but um, you know uh, the great thing, greatest thing about that is that you know it's saturated. But we have grew up on hip hop. Hip hop is a genre of music that has its own genres inside of its own genre. You know, mm-hmm. so due to the fact that hip hop has continued to grow and elevate and uh, transform, you know, um, it's pretty it's pretty much a whole bunch a, a lot of different pockets and lanes for people to profit off of. Just depends on. You know how you moving 
and how you know what you're doing. Yeah, because how many labels is it right now? It's Universal, Capital, Def Jam. Um, who else? I want to say three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah. Fifteen oh one. Fifteen oh one. Did you say uh, Dreamville, TDE? So, oh, so yeah, because I don't see, I don't see, I see those as labels, but those versus are like, like major labels. But they're major labels now, are they? They have like plethora of artists. Dreamville. Yeah, but they're they're like major label. They're like subsidiary labels. Yes, yeah, like underneath what I was the seeing. major label. Yeah. So see, like Dreamville is what underneath what Universal or what? But like mostly yeah. all of them are under like Universal. Like you say, like you said, it's not many majors left. So all they doing. So is I guess but I guess more so what I'm talking about is like the machines yeah. because the way I see 1501 and Dreamville is kind of like the Cash Money's. Um, the uh, No Limits. True, but they have graduated into the machine because all you need now is clout. So if I'm mm. signed to TDE, that's all I need to say. If I'm signed to Dreamville, I'm with J. Cole, that's all I need to say. Now you're going to go follow me. You're going to go stream my music. You're going to look. And if I'm hard, I'm going to be your next new artist that you see. I got a feature with him or something. I'm going to use my money for the feature because if I'm still signed with him, he's going to charge me back for it. You know mm. what I'm saying? So it's like it's still all on me. So it's like they're the new majors because it's all about clout. It's not about the leverage and then because people don't want to even be in those major deals like they was before because they weren't getting anything out of it so I'd rather sign with these people who went away from the majors that have more uh, care about me as an artist and that been through it already so those literally in my eyes is the majors of today like Mm-hmm. Don't nobody care about who's backing them they want to know their name and who you with you do with. you think do you think the consumer care about what label they on like the like the the the, the like, major consumers do they care about whether it's Universal or TDE or if they don't know your music, they do. Mm, okay. So if they if they want if they're being introduced to you, they want to know what city you from. They want to know who you with, who they rapping with. You know what I'm saying? Who vouch for them? You know what I'm saying? Like just like in the streets, like nigga, where you come from? Who the fuck you with? You know what I'm saying? Like that. I was like, cool, you good? All right, let's listen to what you talking about. It's the same thing with us in the hip hop culture, the black community. You know what I'm saying? That's just how we do shit. Like. Yeah. So I would look at that. I don't see no big, big white Jewish majors and stuff no more in our game. Other than, like you said, they're all behind the scenes backing the other ones. But they don't care about science. They're not getting direct science to them unless you have a whole label and people to bring to them. Yeah, yeah. the game different right now. Yeah. But there's still ways to maneuver and get money in it, you know? It's a lot of ways. Is there is there one of those uh, labels that y'all would sign to as a group? Like y'all would be like you um, TDE, know, I would definitely sign the TDE as a group, mm-hmm. or um, even Dreamville shit, or um, uh, G Unit Records. <laughs> G, <laughs> he's showing his G age, unit. man. Put me on fifty. Yeah. Put me on fifty. Nah, this G with, Unit is dead, man. No, nah, I'm just saying, fucking here. with fifty, whatever record level fifty got. Put me on fifty. Said, put, put me on fifty. I want to be in the movie. Put me in the movie. Something. <laughs> put me to a bag, man. Fifty is the executive. But nah, Empire though, like that. That's probably the best one. Yeah, like, Empire probably the best one. Yeah, I wonder how hard is how hard would it be to to reach out to. Uh, I seen the guy online. His name started with a G. Gas. What's it? Damn, I forgot his name. He looked like a um, a European dude, not European, um, Middle Eastern dude. I think his name is Gasky or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's that, like the record exec for Empire, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder how hard would that be to 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 get in contact with him. I don't think it would be too hard, but. Man, these days it's like uh, you kind of gotta already have like hundreds of thousands of followers before they even. Cause I don't even think Tay Money is signed right now, right? She ain't signed, is she? Really? Is Tay Money signed? I thought she was. Who was she signed to? I don't know. Let me let me Google it. Tay Money. Who was Tay Money signed to? Cause Tay Money got she just got the one single, right? The yeah. uh, Tay Money duh. Let me see. Because Tay Money has one of, I guess, basically the biggest record in the country right now. I didn't even know what I mean. Once my son or I hear other people talk about, you know, the assignment. I understand right. the assignment. I didn't even know what it was. Neither, I, 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 I still no, don't know the assignment. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. And then I find out that it's the, it's Tay Money song. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, oh, this is where it's come from. I it's was like, wow. She is so she is signed in. Straight to Interscope? 
Yeah, she signed in 2021. She signed a record deal with Geffen Records and Interscope. Okay. Okay, so that was this year. That's that. That makes sense. Why the understanding assignment is so popular? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. She's out of here. She's out. She's from Dallas too. Is yeah, she? She is. Yeah, she's from Dallas. Man, I know a couple of people that write with so, her. It's a lot really, of, it's a lot of mm-hmm. Dallas talent, man. Yeah, her, her, and shout out Lottie B. Who? Lottie B. Lottie B. B. Yeah. Oh, okay. The two I've seen is um, uh, uh, Erica Banks from Dallas and now Tay Money. Those are the two big ones that I've seen. Those out of Dallas. Dallas. Asian Doll. Asian Doll. Yeah, but Asian Dallas. Yeah, but Asian Doll ain't signed no more. I think Asian Doll independent right now. Shout out to Asian Doll though. My 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 peoples is her road manager, man. Shout out to my. uh, my brother Jay Allen, man, that's my brother right there. He cool as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask y'all, what what you think is more important, the hook or the lyrics on the song? He's gonna say the hook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a I'm a I'm an MC first, so I'm definitely going to say the lyrics and the hook. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, that's that's Captain Hook. I'm Lieutenant Bars, so I'm going for the bars all day. As as a, um, I don't even know what I would even call myself, but somebody who's enjoying music, right? I would say definitely the hook because when I hear a song that I like, mm-hmm. I want to sing along with the with the song. You know what I mean? True. Like I don't really uh, like once I go back. Then maybe I'll listen to the lyrics, but I want to sing along like this is my song. You know what I'm saying? But this is some of those memorable moments. This, this is the, the catch, tracks? though. Though there's 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 songs. There's certain songs right now that you have right now on your playlist that is just certain bars in that song that made you like that song. I'm trying to think because every think about an old school song. Think, even think about a classic song. There's certain bars inside of that song that made you like that song. Yeah, after maybe like the 50th time I listen to it, then I'll be like, yeah, 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 the bars is, I fuck with Nah, it's got to be. I'm telling you. It's got to be something, even when you first listen to it, it's got to be something that they said in the verse that makes you be like, oh, that was hard, and it made you like the song. And then you be like, you may remember the hook for sure, but you may, you know, you you anticipate a certain part in that verse coming up. Say like the... Uh Cash money like they had bridges that we used to like that catch us all the time. Like drop it like it's hot, drop drop it like it's hot, drop, drop it like it's hot, boom boom. Just a fat part, but that's not the hook. You know what I'm saying? That's not. What's the, the hook song. on that one? Uh, see, I don't know. Girl, you look good. You want you back that ass up? Use the back fine woman. Want you back that ass up? Yeah. Wobbity wobbity. Oh, but like uh, the, uh, what's the what, what's the what's the lyrics on that song? Uh, Looking for some ass, yeah. I'm tired, yeah. I'm gonna make it back, yeah. I don't know the lyrics, but I know the yeah. I know that's the cadence. That's what I'm saying. But you but know the, the, hook, but the hook is the one the, that. But it's the cadence of the verse, too. Okay. Uh, so yeah. that's why I'm like, it could go, it could go head or tail. Well, I, I mean, the thing is that as we've progressed as a culture and our music or genre, um, it has definitely become more about the instrumentation and using your voice as an instrument over the beat yeah. versus when we first started it was more I'm about saying. what you were saying and yeah. how you said it so cuz you know for me like you know you know I look at an artist like Nas you know even the, even today whenever you say Nas people going to think little Nas X no I'm talking about Nas <laughs> the Nas okay the Nas Nasir Nas, Jones Nasir Jones okay? <laughs> um you know what I mean so I mean, like, even, like, he wasn't a super-duper hook man, but, like... And that's why I never got into Nas. Bro, Nas is one of the illest lyricists I hear ever, from, I hear that from everybody, but that's why I why never got into... Why you think he beef with Jay-Z? I know, but I never got into Nas because... You, you never got... So you never listened to the song that he personifies himself as a gun? I've heard of it later You've on. You've never listened to mm-hmm. it. I never, like, you listened to, to it. You know what, bro? We're gonna When we get off of this, we, I'm, we're going to have to listen to that together. You know because my... You it's my, poetry, bro. You have to... I it's feel like, you. It's the art of... Poetry, bro. You know my favorite Nas song? What? I made you look? Nope. Uh-uh. One, one mic. One mic. Okay, that's hard. It's my favorite Nas song. Because you like the hook. The hook and that beat. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm just telling so one, you. One mic always remind, remind me of like Lose Yourself. Like Eminem, Lose Yourself. It's like I can see One that. mic is a classic, though. Yeah. I can see that. One mic is definitely a hip-hop classic. But, but. And, and, and here's what I was thinking. Because um, the dude Moray... Like I, I can't tell you none of his verses, his lyrics. I can't tell you none he, of it. He, he like a singer though. Yeah, but I mean, I think now now more people are doing like 
Rap right. singing. Rap, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Harmonizing, Pains. you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so I couldn't tell you none of his lyrics, but I know his hooks. And it was so crazy before I was, um, before y'all came in, I was like, what is the name of that song? No, I don't, nobody, like, I, I never, it's not even, the, the name of the song is not even in, oh, yeah, uh-huh. it is. It's, it's in the hook. What, his most famous song? Yeah. What's the name of that song? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody know. I had to look it up because I was like, what is the name of the song? It's called Quicksand. Quicksand, yeah. But the hook is okay. what was what Quicksand. got me and was and I'm looking, I looked at the views. I'm like, this motherfucker got 18 million views on this or 50 like 50 something views on this. I was yeah. like, God damn. But it was the hook, the one that that would made everybody like bounce to it and took off. You know what I'm saying? Nah, for sure. I mean, Hooks are important. Don't get me wrong. Are we talking but, about commercial music, underground music. Like I say, get into your niches, your but, genres. Mm. So it's like, but your super fan is going to come from your your lyrics. Yeah, your, your story, super fan. What you're saying, and then like you're saying, most people don't have good lyrics nowadays. So it's of course they're not going to listen to us that. So when they hear like refreshing lyrics, they're like, oh shit, this man spitting or this, or they'll put you up. Like, oh, they're Kendrick or Drake or one of them because these are the only people that they feel like have great lyrics. I think. And here's my opinion. I think when the lyrics come through, the beat has to be dumbed down. Where it's just maybe a, a hi-hat, a kick, some drums, and it's real basic. So you can hear them. So, yes. So so the lyrics can come through. And I know, like, with me, I still like a hook, man. I still like like I wanna I wanna be because when when I'm singing a song like I wanna feel like me and the rapper came up with this song together yeah. you know what I'm saying <laughs> so on Dirty Go Soul what's your most memorable hook on yeah there? um I like Smoking Gun because that one is, is I definitely um, that's one of my personal Smoking Gun is the hook that I remember <clears throat> but you know what the most catchiest hook on that song on that album is? see it's three of them it's three of them that you I really say like this one go ahead. It's three of them that I really like the hooks. Bring the check, um, the red Vogues, That's a good smoking hook. gun, everything sexy. He don't like the one. He he, he Bro, the, mo- the catchiest hook on Which that one? album is head. head. <laughs> I want some head. Go head. <laughs> See, it's not scared. Go head. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's that not is the catchiest. Honestly, that is. You didn't say that was one of your favorites, but that is actually. Uh, I want some thighs and bread. Uh, so I sense his, <laughs> I sense his favorite. Bro. Might take some head and legs. May, may I got, li- may I got, may I got listen to it again. You gotta listen to head. head but I'm telling fire, you, cause um, the smoking gun one is when I was like, man, this one, this song right here is, like is speaking to you know what I'm saying. Where it was like the, the person who, um, but you're an eclectic listener. Yeah. You like eclectic music, yeah, like, yeah. And, and that song, like "Smoking Gun," is eclectic. It's more of a soul. Yeah, it's more of a soul yeah, thing. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, you know, but you know, I, I like ratchet shit too. Yeah, and the, head. head was the dirty I one. Do too. I like ratchet I'm shit dirty, too. He's the dirty one. You know that's. His <laughs> yeah. I like ratchet music too. You know what I'm saying? I may I just go go back, go back listen and listen to, to bro, it, bro. Head is fire, bro. You gotta listen to head. head is fire. <laughs> the head is fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I gotta listen to it again. I was just like, these are these are the ones. Uh, those songs on the album is the ones I was like, yo, I, I, I'm fucking with these songs, yeah. and I'm like, is it because of the hook or was it because of the lyrics? I think Bring the Check was a good one that had lyrics and a good hook. Yeah, it did because we both went back and forth on the hook. They so want the thunder from my rain. Kato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a good hook, yeah. and then like you said, Red Vogue was a good hook. He's like, I'm on this out there going some red ball. Red yeah. ball. My daughter be singing that in the backseat all the time. So it's like, I know, especially with the kids, I'm like, all right, shit, this one is catchy. Yeah, when the kids say it's good and it's catchy. Do y'all, that, that's what I was going to ask y'all, too. That's the one thing I was going to ask. Do y'all play y'all music for y'all kids? Yes, yeah, very explicit. She too. does. I mean, he does. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't really play, uh, I don't really. My kids are a good indicator if a song goes I'm going to start doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start playing it for my son. Like, you just seen, uh, it went trending or viral, whatever. Eminem's daughter was like, Streaming him, she he was she was one of the top three percent of streaming his his music. So she just mm. listened to her dad all the time, and I feel like that's how my daughter gonna be. She's gonna be listening to my music all the time, all of the stuff from now. She's like, I remember this when I was six or seven. Like, I feel like that's how it's gonna be. So I always let her hear my stuff more so than everything else. 
she hear a little bit of this, that, and the third, but like it's mostly I've been playing my music in the car so she know it all unreleased stuff and then when it come out. So yeah, she hear everything and I'm like, okay, she like this one. She, I get little videos, you know what I'm saying? Constantly. Yeah, because <laughs> kids don't have no filter, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And they only can go by their emotions, you know what I'm saying? Or they feeling their, they, because my daughter, every song, like a commercial, it could be a commercial song. Mm-hmm. If if she start dancing to it, I'm like, okay, that's a good song. Because she don't know the words yet. She only won. She don't know the words yet. Only thing is she going by is her feeling from the beat and, yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's, that translates from, from kids to adults. Like if a kid like a song, I guarantee the adults are going to like it. You know what I mean? Because sure. they definitely going to feel it. They going to definitely be trying to bounce to it. Because adults ain't nothing but big kids. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm a big ass kid. I watch anime and all of that shit. <laughs> you damn. Man, let me ask y'all this. The verses that just passed with um oh shit <laughs> with three six <laughs> three six and bone man what what did y'all think of this man matter of fact before before y'all answer that just going into it who did y'all have to win the verses uh three six, three, six. probably for sure I like three six my feelings. okay I mean don't get me, me wrong too. but to be honest I don't think that three I think that bone probably had more classic. Like strong classics, mm. um, because for the love of money, I I don't know. They didn't play that though. Did they, they get a chance to? I don't know. I know. They didn't they play they, for they the love it, of money. Then they cut it short. They was fucking Roy rumbling up there, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> they didn't play. Um, it was one of the songs that um, I think. No, no, no. They didn't play the first of the month. They did. Yeah, they did, yeah, they didn't I mean, play the first plays, of the month. I mean, like, cause like my thing is, is they that play Crossroads. Yeah, they play cross. I mean, folks. I just feel like that Bone had more memorable classics. Like Three Six Mafia, High, maybe, and Still Fly. They got a lot of newer shit too. Bone fell off. These niggas were still making music. And you got Juicy J. You got DJ Paul doing their own thing. Yeah, but but the I don't think none of them I don't think any of them have any I mean what I'm saying is that the magnitude of Bone's classic. Three Six Mafia doesn't have any magnitude. True. Cla- but I mean, what, can you name a song? It's like five for the, of for them. For the love of money, first of the month, just Crossroads. those two. Crossroads. That's what just I'm saying. those three right there. Then they're going to run out. Then you're done. I yeah, they need that. 20. I know. Yeah. But <laughs> they need, they need 20. I mean, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that does Three Six Mafia have a song that can beat any of those songs? They might lose to those three songs, of course. But then they have other songs that will beat all of the rest of their songs. So, but that's what I hear you because, like I said, you're looking at them from how the they magnitude came up, of the classics, Easy E, all the, that whole story behind. Three Six Mafia got some classics now. That's what I'm saying. I just can't think of it. They got, I mean, that can top Dr- those three. Drake songs. Did, Drake didn't sample like four of them in his last. <laughs> no, what I'm saying that can top those three songs. No, they can't top those three songs. Those three songs. I don't think they they don't have any classics that that are more classic than those three songs. First of the month yeah. for the love of money, and what's the other one? Crossroads. Sipping on my scissor is gonna be one of them. One, okay, and they didn't even play first of the month. Bone Thugs didn't even do first of so the month. So sipping on my sipping on Cesar and High, and High is really Juicy J. Which is the High one? The Stay Fly. Okay. Yeah. Besides that, even then, oh, I still Chicken don't... Head, bro. Womp womp, chicken chicken. Oh, that's Project Pack. Yeah, that's Project Pack and Three Six. Um, I mean, but what about what about what about like a newer song with with them and Lil Wayne with a uh, um, bands that make a dance? Oh yeah, that's Juicy J. You know what I'm saying? Like I said that's all that was, that's, that'll win in the in the battle. I just don't know if they're the magnitude of the classic. It was some of them songs that Bone was doing. I didn't even know. For the first of the month, <laughs> I, I, like, I'm like, what? I don't. No, like, I, not, I, I don't. I, I didn't know none of Bone songs either. But what <laughs> I'm saying like, is what? this that. nigga can only say only the three songs. <laughs> three songs, <laughs> and only two of them they did. Only two of them they I'm did. I'm just saying that was three songs. So busy, busy got mad and stopped throwing oh, no. shit at people. He threw the mic. <laughs> Juicy J said to suck my dick. Like, you know, that's normal for this nigga. You know what I'm saying? So Bro, they big Gangsta Boo said, said he need to take his medicine. He was tripping. So they obviously. <laughs> then they was hugging 10 minutes later and everybody's loving each other. Talking about, yeah, I got you, fam. And I was like, this is some old drunk people shit. Yeah, some, like, yeah, it was some old oh, drunk and, um, people shit. Oh, and Bone Thugs got uh, Bone and Biggie Biggie. Oh, yeah. They got Bone Bones and Biggie. And Biggie. Biggie. That's another. That, they, that's the one they played that was dope. That's probably one of my favorite Bone songs. Nah, that is. Yeah, it that's is. hard. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that Biggie went out there and flipped their style and shit like that, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard. I mean, 
like I said, uh, Three Six Mafia probably won, I think. But um, those three classics, I just think it's kind of hard. Kind of hard. hard to top. Yeah, I think it's hard to top those three classics. Cause they got some hood songs too. Like Three Six got some hood songs. I know they did. It was a song. I didn't even know it was this. It was even they song. Oh, and they got a song with um A Ball MJG. Yeah, they got all the southern hits. That's what I'm saying. Like I had to learn these. Kitty Ice. Soda. I had to learn these because I'm from the East Coast. So it's like, I didn't know about half of these like Southern hits until I was like here at parties with other people that's from the South, Louisiana niggas and all these. I'm like, this is hard. I knew this person, but I didn't know they had all this shit. Because I didn't know, like, I didn't even know I liked that song with they were MJG and uh, A-Ball. Mm-hmm. And then I seen like, because I didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I was seeing like the recap of it. I was like, oh, they they got that one too. They had Terrence Howard up there and whooped that trick. Man, that's a Grammy winning song that's right there. That's hard. That's, that's Grammy winning. That's you know what I'm saying. That's, that's hard, bro. <laughs> bro. That's fucking hilarious. That's hard though. This nigga performed "Whoop That Trick" up there, bro. <laughs> that was that shit is hilarious. It was it "Whoop That Trick" or "Hard Out There for a Pimp"? I don't. I didn't hear. I just saw him on stage. I think it's hard out there for a pimp. Okay, but nonetheless, they got hits with this nigga. Like that's crazy. They ain't no nigga. The they ain't no nigga. <laughs> bro, that's the culture, bro. That's just the culture. I love it. I love it. It's the culture. Yeah, I think I. I don't know what. Uh, I. I, I honestly say I think I think three six won it. Won the verses. You know what I mean? As far as the 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 body of music that they had. Because the most of the most of the songs that um, Bone was doing, it was like I don't even know what songs these are. You know what I'm saying? You had to be like a Bone fan back in like '95, '97. Yeah, it wasn't that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you I was wasn't a Bone the fan then, I mean, I, 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 I mean, most of my friends were Bone fans, but I just I didn't understand what the fuck they were saying. Yeah. So I, I just I could, I, but I, the flow was tight, but I just couldn't understand what they were saying. So I, I never was got in into a. Um, a little fun fact: I was in the little bone. They did like a documentary slash video type thing, and I was like one of the background in one of the one of their videos back in the day. I oh, think, okay, that's yeah, it was like ninety eight. I think we got some ties to bone in. Yeah, no, it was no, it was not ninety eight. It was like shit, two thousand five. Okay, okay, that's what's up. Yeah, it was it was later on. You know what I mean? That's lit. I heard this um this video from Ti. And I want to get your opinion on this. T.I. said that most Southern artists, is, if they was from New York, they would get put on so quick. They would be like, it would be like, they would be on because, just because of the fact that they are from New York. Do y'all agree or disagree what with that? What era was this? T.I. Think- said that he was doing an interview. It was probably... It was with Fat Joe, so it was fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, yeah, but, but not, not now. now. Not now no. Hell no, I don't know no New now. York rapper. ASAP Rocky, what other New York Cardi, rapper you know? I mean, you got Cardi Joey B. Badass, A$AP Cardi B. Rocky. Who else? Um, I don't know. What else New York rapper you know? I, they ain't no A$AP New York rappers. ASAP Ferg, uh, Rowdy Rebel, Schmurder. Uh, Takashi, all the niggas is from New York. All of that weird shit. So it's like, not really. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even talk all of. They just do like drills. It's just different genres. I ain't even gonna say call it weird. I like, feel like New York myself. rappers sound like Atlanta now. That's what I'm saying. So it's like he was saying that back then when all of the labels were in New York. Like it was a difference. Like now, like like you said, everybody's independent. Everybody in the South doing that. If you're gonna get a business, you're going. You're not gonna pay taxes in New York or LA. You're gonna put your business somewhere else. The way you don't have to pay city taxes, like that just makes sense. And most people go to Atlanta, Texas, Texas. Florida. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere in southern it, states, Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Like they going to these places and starting up these labels and homegrown things. So it's like the South is winning. You know what I'm saying? No, the South winning. I mean, you know, I lived on you know the East Coast for about ten years, and um, I loved it out there. And uh, they definitely, it's definitely a little different. Um, as far as a point of view and a perspective on music, but uh, I, I ain't seen no new East Coast MCs for a long time, bro. Like, ain't nobody super popular from the East Coast right now. I mean, besides what J Cole, probably the most popular East Coast rapper. Well, this nigga what about French? Well, French. I mean, I don't see people that was well would listen. I mean, people down here ain't gonna listen to French Montana. Yeah, he's popular, yeah. but yeah, you're right. People down here will listen to J Cole. I'm saying where it's like like me. Like I said, I lived. I I, I they might listen to with like Lil TJ. 
or like uh, Polo G. Ain't all of them like from like New York or something uh, like that. Like I'm saying, the Polo newer, G. Yeah, yeah, Polo like G. I'm I can saying, see them listening into Polo the, G. The lower, like I mean, the younger wave of the generation. Like maybe they're listening to the newer New York people, but overall. But I don't even know those New York newer New York rappers. Yeah. I don't. I, I haven't. I don't. They don't play them down here, or they don't come down here and do shows. Yeah. yeah. They don't. I don't even know. Like, who's a new? Thank you. Popping New York rapper. Thank you. Thank you. So that's like that's new. that is not a valid statement. Twenty years ago, that would have been a valid statement. But right <laughs> now, hell no. I don't even know no New York rappers. And the nigga, I mean, the most this nigga is more popular about for trying to get Rihanna pregnant than actually rapping. Like you know what A$AP? I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. fashion and uh, oh, kind of being Tyler the Creator's friend. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. Like yeah, get, I wouldn't consider ASAP like new though. He's not new. I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider him like a but new like rapper. But like somebody his group, like they like Ferg, all of them. They not new neither. But it's like that's who's kind of popping there. Like when the looking at it, you know what I'm saying? Think like who? Fat Joe is still the most popping person, probably. You know what I'm saying? You know, fabulous and all them. They still popping. You know what <laughs> and what he's saying? not like, popping on music shit. He's popping just, on other shit. Just general. Yeah, but he's a New York shit. rapper. Like and he's a New York rapper, and everybody know them as New York rappers. Yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta uh, shout out the Alphas real quick. It's you know December fourth, one nine oh six. You know, so I founded it. Yeah, I want to shout out the Alphas and Bootsy uh, and Bootsy because <laughs> <laughs> he had on the goddamn thing. <laughs> shout out Bootsy and the Alpha. One nine oh six, real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell that nigga take off our shit. What's wrong with Bootsy, man? What's this? He only walked because it was black and gold because he's from the boot or something. I don't know. This I fuck tripping. with Boosie, man. Y'all leave Boosie alone, man. <laughs> Boosie is just going to go through crack. all of the Greek. <laughs> He'd already put the Kappa shit on. <laughs> now he's going to the Alphas. This nigga just going through all the of Q's, the goddamn Greek. Y'all is next. Remember, January 11th coming up. He going to have Represent. Shit. Represent, boot. <laughs> He did say he, he did say he going back to college. Didn't he say in the fall? Yeah, hell yeah. He going <laughs> that would be it. That's a whole reality show. That's smart. Hell no. Nah, do not pledge this nigga. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. What, what school did he say he was going to? Do you know? Do I you? don't know. I, I, I seen this nigga with our letters on. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> I did not know the story behind that. Like, oh, shit. At all. I just was like, what's going on? I'm trying to think, man. I, I forgot. He did say he was going to school. After after the uh, damn, I can't remember the school. But anyway, I want to go. I want to be on campus when it, whenever he yeah, enrolled. Attending, I'm trying yes. to be there too. You know that nigga party's gonna all be off the chain, bro. Goddamn right. I'm real back in my master just for this to be hanging with this <laughs> straight up. Oh shit, man. Do any of y'all um do y'all follow politics? Do y'all follow politics at all? Uh, a little bit. Barely. I follow a little bit. Okay. Cause I wanted to get your opinion on. Um, I just seen in Atlanta another Ti. I'm a, I'm a Ti fan. If y'all don't know, but you be talking out his ass, huh? He do, <laughs> but I just like what he did. Where he got a the mayor elected in Atlanta just recently, just by going out campaigning for the other. Um, what is it? Is it candidate? candidate? Yeah, how he was just losing his voice. Because I guess the one of the ladies um, that was running was saying she was going to shut down strip clubs, and you had to get a uh, a permit to have a studio in Atlanta. Um, and the other candidate was like, you know, we're going to keep Atlanta exactly where it is. We want money to go into like lower income housing, um, and just how he used his voice to actually push the mayor to get into politics and the mayor the mayor actually won that he wanted for that he was campaigning for and I was like that was dope yeah. of him to use his voice for that and I just wanted to get your opinion do y'all think more um, artists or music people should be using their voice to get more to get in more into politics yeah and in, in, in that particular space right there when somebody is trying to write some legislation that's going to impact a city like that a permit for studios yeah that's yeah. crazy, bro. And you know how many studios in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's like that's crazy. I that's w- like finding a way to tax. That's finding a way to tax black people. That we're mm. Tams or some shit. Like that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, bro. I w- I really want to know what was her thinking behind that. Like, why did she want a permit 
Because they know who we're at studios. First of all, mm. white people who make studios have permits. You know what I'm saying? Like, white people have businesses, have their sales permit. Most black people, probably maybe 50% of them, might not have their sales permit if they're selling some shit. So they know I can wipe these motherfuckers out. You know what I'm saying? Stop. They know what it is. It's all agenda. That's why I say I don't fuck with politics like that. Because it's all agenda towards us, you know what I'm saying, it's detrimental to us politics, no laws is helping us like that even if they do give us some leeway it's a back end fucking us, you know what I'm saying like they're not saying it, but I do think artists should use their voice in community like mm. in general, because forget politics, you know what I'm saying, like yes you can have your laws, you can do this, but you can rebel a law to where they're like alright, I think we should change this because they're not you know what I'm saying, they're not gonna, if you it's all about numbers yeah, I think it's definitely even like even with the culture, man. That's what I would prefer. You know, I was having an epiphany the other other day when I was thinking, and you know, even you know with the passing of Young Dolph and just how vicious shit is right now, and how people mock the dead, and you know, I'm just thinking like, how do we get away from this shit? And I think it starts with the community. I feel like that it's like almost like <laughs> I don't even know how we go about doing it. I don't even I don't I don't know how to do it. You know, I don't have the fucking answer. But I'm just like, it has to start with the community. It has to be a code of ethics that's laid down in our community that extends and allows people to be held accountable for the fucking shit that they do or for the fucking shit that they think or for the fucking shit that they promote. Because, like, with all of this shit that's been going on, I mean, it's just super vicious right now. Like, I mean, it is. I mean, nothing new is under the sun. Like, it's been vicious. I mean, shit, you know? But the way that the internet is set up, it's like, you can just promote the shit. Like, now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, for me, I just feel like some type of awareness uh, for the community, some type of community base that links other regions of the community with each other, etc. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but something needs to be taking place. I don't, I don't know exactly what needs to happen, but Something, man, because this shit is getting ridiculous now, bro. It is, man. It's like, I feel like there's like no OGs left on the streets. You know nah, what I mean? There's no guidance at all. There, In general. Yeah. Like, we just the blind leading the blind, going with making up new stuff, new things are happening. We like, oh, let's see what happens here. Let's figure out this variable. Let's do this. That's that's what's going on. People just figuring it out. Yeah, and that's what I even noticed. Like even in the last generation, you look back and like, dang, they were just kind of figuring it out and doing the best that they could do. Like that's what's going on. Yeah, man. But um, we're talking about uh oh, I I got a good segue into it. So lately, I did my first uh, modeling thing of this year, right? Okay. This nigga Dirt shot a video. This new artist, Air Sky. Shout and, out to Air Sky. She's in the building. Yeah, and I was um. They asked me to be the love interest or the lust interest or whatever. I called it the lust interest. He was he was exploiting his light skin powers. Yeah, because they made me do all this extra light skin stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, this is less of love interest. But um, so like I've been getting more into that and do more like uh, I've been doing these uh, events called Plus One XP uh, that I've been doing. Basically, it's like a experience of artists, artist connection, black uh, entrepreneurship, you know what I'm saying, getting together. I do it like once a month on a Sunday, like black, black marketplace mixed with artists and it's just an interactive type show, people playing games like tarot card readers, 2K, you got, you know, photo booths, stuff like that. There's a whole kind of vibe. I'm doing that at the pop-up, the same place we do it at the Dallas Unplugged, Dallas Unplugged be on Fridays. So like, she was one of the first people that I got to book to, you know, sing for one of them because I liked her so much. So I'm going to get her to come over here and talk about come, her album. Come, uh, come here. Come here. Come here. We got Love Sky in the no, building. No, I get up. Huh? No, no, no. I'm, uh, Shout out to Air Sky, man. Huh? You can bring over there? Holding it down. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to share this here. mic right here. All right, cool. I'm gonna get it right. Get it right. Get it right. There you go. <laughs> so we got, we got Air Sky in the building. Hey, what's up, y'all? You oh, ain't got a chair, man. Yeah, yeah, bring it, bring yeah, that I'll one. I'll sit up. in that chair because that chair. Okay. Gotta, I don't know. You don't want to. So I want to. <laughs> we. I want to hear a little. What what made what made Nate was like? Oh yeah, we got to bring her in the scene. You know what I mean? Me. How, how you doing, man? How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good. You're good. I want. I like. I want to hear something. You know what I'm saying? I want to. Um. Well, I sing. I know. I want to hear like <laughs> you sing. Yeah, I want to hear you sing. <laughs> okay, uh, Hold on. Well, matter of fact, let's t- t- just introduce yourself to the people. 
yeah, introduce yourself to the people. Um, how long you been singing? Well, I've been singing. I've been singing all my life, uh, but musically, seriously, it's been about three years. Okay. So uh, I've been performing, going to all these open mics. I record my own music, uh, do all these music videos that he's talking about. He acting light skin. <laughs> I mean, how you go? You gotta act how you are, right? Well, I don't. I don't feel like I'm light skin. Dare to tell you, I oh, walk yeah, around he, like a dark. He a dark skin nigga. Heart. He a dark skin nigga. Yeah, heart. yeah, okay. dark skin nigga. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just been doing my thing out in the city. So, y'all, you want me to sing? <laughs> yeah. Are you, you you from Dallas? Yeah, I'm from Dallas. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Born and raised. Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> Give us a little something for the people. All right, so I'm a '90s girl at heart. Uh, I love '90s music, so I'm gonna go ahead and just sing a TLC song. Um, a lonely mother gazing out of a window Staring at a son that she just can't touch If at any time he's in the jam She'll be by his side But he doesn't realize he hurts her so much Ay. But <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my bad. I thought that was the hook. I, you know, I was ready to get to the hook. You know, I was. I was He's like, I need the hook. Yeah. He was ready. He was ready. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was ready to get to the hook. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but we, tell us your name again. It's Air Scott. Air Scott, okay. Air Sky. Air Sky. Like, like air and the sky. sky. Okay, that's what's air up. Sky. That's what's up. Air Sky, okay. Yeah, so we're going to be looking out for Air Sky, and I definitely want you to come back because I want to I want to hear your story. You know what okay. I'm saying? I definitely want you to come back. Yeah, so um, she's actually releasing an EP yep. um, on the 17th of December. Yeah. She's actually newly signed to our ADDM management team. So we've been, uh, you know, maneuvering and trying to put her in positions to win and, uh, you know, just doing the whole overall with the visuals and the marketing and just trying to, you know, Highlight her in the best way that we possibly can because she's a super talent. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, um, yeah, man, be on the lookout. We got the video coming. We actually got her video premiere uh, next Friday at uh, Dallas Unplugged. You know, so you know we put it all together, man. Yeah. You know? Okay. Give your, uh, your Instagram. Uh, well, it's I T S M E underscore Air. It's me underscore Air. It's me. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Dirt, I seen you running around with Lil Zane, man. Where you find Lil yeah, Zane, bro? At, man? Uh, bro, the, the shit just fell in my lap, bro. You know, it's one of those things where, man, honestly, like, Unplug uh, has opened so many um, doors for me because, you know, people actually reach out to me from out of town. Like, I literally had about two people reach out to me yesterday that are coming into town for, I guess, for the holidays. I think one dude is from Washington, um, another dude is from Ohio. Um, and they said that, hey, you know, when I come to Dallas, I'm told that I need to tap in with you. I heard that you got, like, you know, one of the best spots that's in Dallas for artists and shit like that. So um, that's pretty much was the same thing. And his people reached out to me. And, bro, he was just supposed to come do and do a walk by. And he actually ended up doing about five songs. We kicked it with him the whole weekend, had him in the studio, shot a video for him, brought him over to um, Real Life Productions. Yeah. Um, like it was a whole, whole situation. Weekend. This man like, was here the whole weekend. Like the whole weekend, yeah. he was fucking with us. I mean, his um, shout out to uh, David, to his manager, man. He was, you know, um, he, he still, you know, gave me my flowers. It was like, bro, you really took care of us, made sure everything was good. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those deals where, um, and they was real good people, man. Yeah, they were real good people's man, and it's just like you know, it just speaks to, um, to what we, you know, what we got going in Dallas. Like, you know what I mean? As far as, um, because even him, he said himself, he said that, uh. This I like I ain't never been in no shit like this. He was like, "Damn, this shit is tight." I ain't never like this shit is dope. Like you know what I'm saying? It was impressionable to him. So um, even with that man, you know we we got a lot of things coming with him. We gonna he's probably gonna be on the first um, uh, release cover uh, magazine for ADDM magazine or whatever. So and we're gonna um, go out there in Atlanta and tap in with them. Oh yeah, tapping in. So I mean, it's you know. A whole bunch of gang shit going on 2020. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A whole That's bunch of gang up. shit. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I was like, where, where, where the hell dirt find Lil Zane at, Bro, man? the thing is, it's like, it's like, you know, I had him on the Friday after the season premiere. Like, you know, the season, I mean, yeah. the season finale. Because he was in BMF. Was Friday. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he's in BMF. 
And, uh, you know, he's one of the actual people who actually has, you know, a few lines that's in the crew. Mm-hmm. You know, small, he has, you know, a smaller role, but, but he actually has the lines. You know, he went to toe to toe with Lamar and shit on the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, and he was talking to him, you know, he was saying he was going to reinvent himself. Like, when he comes back out, he don't even really want to come back out as little Zane. He want to come back at his Saki. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what he said. His Saki is his real name? Yeah, because he... No, nah, that's the name on BMF. BMF. Because, like, oh, bro, his, his real looks, name is Zane. Zane, right. He, <laughs> really? Yeah, his real name is Zane. Oh, he looks shit. fucking young as shit, though, bro. <laughs> bro, he young as shit, bro, though. He look young as shit and shit. Yeah. You know what well, I'm how old? I think he what? He... How old is he, though? He's about 37, 38. I am about to say, yeah, he's younger than you. He yeah, he is A little bit older. Like, he's in the same age range. Okay, damn. So, he must have been real young when he was on 112 album. That's what I'm saying. He was... Damn, bro! When he start, honestly, bro, I ain't that hardball song. Yeah, Bow Wow, Little Romeo, Little Wayne, Little Wayne, all the little niggas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, damn. Okay, that's what's up, man. They was on that joint. That's what I remember him from. Shit was lit though, bro. The shit was super lit, and um, shout out to him, man, for just coming through and just representing and just you know showing us love and. yeah, we tapping in. I'm gonna try to bring him back out here, bring him back to Houston or something like that, and you know, you know, make it make sense or whatever. That's what's up, man. I got somebody I want to um, uh, uh, introduce to you as far as your Dallas Angels too. Oh yeah, hell yeah. You know, yeah, uh, yeah hell yeah, man. Say, shout out I to got the whole. Some place for shout out to the whole. <laughs> shout out to the whole Dallas <laughs> Angels place, team, man. Got a little yeah. something. Yeah, shout out to the whole da- whole Dallas Angels team, man. We. We actually about to get ready to do this Christmas shoot here coming up yes. pretty soon. Oh, shout out Dirty Santa. This man dropped the album last winter, last Christmas season, and it was like, I guess, underplayed. You know what I'm saying? Like, So this year we're going to revamp it and push this Dirty Santa album, basically. It's just all that he just played on the, with the Grinch and Mr. 12, Frosty. Mr. Frost, all the little Christmas songs, you know. Christmas songs. He okay. made them dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. So I'm yeah. on a couple of those songs, but we're going to shoot the video to Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, yeah. Hard. Ooh, speaking of the, the Dallas Angels, we gonna have a lot of them in that video. Got my thumb, okay. got my thumb in a reef. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> what? Wait, what? 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 What it sounds like, bro? Dirty Santa, Dirty Santa's out of control. <laughs> but, uh, like, I like the way that you're baking naked. I like my cookies with cream. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Shit is, shit is crazy, bro. This, the, honestly, that that al- the, honestly that album though, cause like last year when I so last year I went on like this. I guess I'm, I'm gonna call it a pilgrimage mecca trip to LA, and I tapped into my people's um my brother's dogs and the whole 10x studio people's out there. You know um. My brother Z, he fucks with um, Ty Dollar Engineering shit out there. So it was just kind of like a, uh, it just brightened my fucking perspective on music and how I make music. So I basically went out there and came back and recorded like three albums. Like, you know, and Dirty Santa was one of them. And uh, I recorded one album in like three days. And then I did, I think, Rooster Soul 2. And then I did Dirty Santa. And uh, Dirty Santa, like, you know, when I'm going back and I'm looking at the body of work, like, uh, Bro, it's some really good songs, and even right now, due to the fact that Christmas is coming, like my streams have automatically been going up because people looking for Christmas songs. Like you know what I'm saying? So, um, I think it's a really dope project. Uh, I think it's timeless. I mean, people, I got this one song on there called Twelve Days of Christmas," and me and Nate is on there, and we fucking like going back and forth doing the whole style with the numbers, uh, the numbers, and all of that shit. And I mean, like you know, it's just a real creative. Um, and I got some good production on there too, so I mean, you know, it's pretty tight, man. Okay. So, you know, I'm I'm definitely looking forward uh, to this to this year promoting this this season. I'm looking forward to shit that Eric got me and her about to get ready to get into the studio. You know, um, after she releases her project, um, you know, we're back to it for for twenty for twenty twenty two. You know, we got to get these assets. Yeah. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate. That's right. That's right. Ashton Caden's writing uh, raps over there in the back. Yeah, yeah shout out to yeah. Ashton holding it down. The whole family is spitting. That's what's up. You want you want to do rap for us? No. Okay. All right. She's Dude. like, this is new. This is I ain't ready. <laughs> yeah, man. Everybody leave they um they socials, man, so people can uh tap in with y'all, man. Not your social security number, but it's your record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took yeah. me out all your socials. Yeah, like, right. social media. <laughs> uh, I start uh, Soul Freak G S O U L F R E Q G, and then you can follow me also at Soul Frequencies. I'm trying to boost that one up too, and plus one experience. Y'all go follow that too. It's going to see a lot of that this next couple of years too. Go ahead, Scott. Go ahead. I got Adam. Okay, thank you. It's uh, I T S M E underscore Air. 
it's me underscore air. Go ahead, Dirt. Um, <laughs> Dirt Beats, man. D i r t b e a t s, man. Uh, Dirt Beats music. Henny and Hello's the podcast. DTX unplug. Dallas Angels Media two one four. This is all them social media pages I run. Um, yeah, and ADDM magazine. So. Uh, just tap in, man. Like I said, we we just pay it forward over here. It's all about curating good energy and putting out the positive frequencies, yeah. and uh, you know, putting it out there and bringing it back. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. If any artists come to the DFW area, tap in with Dirt, man. He definitely got a got his finger on the on the on the pulse of the city. Yeah. So he definitely can put you in the right direction, introduce you to the right people. So make sure y'all tap in with him. Man, I appreciate all y'all, man. Thank y'all for tapping in with me. Um, we definitely going to have you back on because um, I, I definitely want to hear your story as well. Um, I'm going to show you the video. I'm going to show you the video when we when we, when we log off. And I and, and you got you got to listen to that Nas song that I'm talking about. Okay, bet. We're going to be that. like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to do that. Right. We're going to do that. Shout yeah, out Ross Beats. Ross Beats, what up, baby? Yo, man, this has been the Tap In Podcast. Thank y'all for tapping in. Hey. Holla. Hey.